I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Well, hi, hello, and welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust, as always, joined by Karaski Melvin. We are so close to football, we can almost taste it. Yep. In high school football, Rain head coach Kane Guidry joins us for our first and 10 summer series. And in college football, we're going to hear from the Cajuns quarterback. That's Ben Woolrich as fall camp opens. And as camp opened earlier this week, for the Cajuns, there was one mantra on the minds of the team going into this season. We have a revenge tour now this year. We kind of had this mentality amongst the team of it being a revenge tour. Revenge tour, like we coming back for you. The Cajun revenge tour looks to improve upon last season where they went six and seven, including a loss to Houston in the Independence Bowl. Last year, I mean, yeah, we were embarrassed by the end results. You know, yeah, I mean, are you proud of some of the moments and things that happened? Absolutely. The standards and expectations here are not to make a bowl game. That's just not what it is anymore. That's understood, and our team feels the same way. But, um, you know, last year we didn't have the, the, the season we wanted, you know, as a whole team and a whole organization. So, so coming into this season, we got, like I said, we got unfinished business. I think everybody's got the mentality, you know, that last year is a fluke. It is also motivated by the celebrations Louisiana witnessed after the losses Louisiana suffered. So everybody, like after every game that we lost, like close games or games that we was winning in the uh, first half and, and lost in the second half, like we, we would just remember that, you know, that feeling, that burn. Like guys, you know, celebrating on our field that we knew we were supposed to be, just celebrating. A lot of the teams came in and like they celebrated like it was the Super Bowl for them. With all of that in mind, the Cajuns look to make a statement in 2023. It's our year to, you know, kind of show people that we're still here. Revenge can be bitter, but it can also be sweet. And uh, we hope that it's sweet. We, we worked for it to be sweet, so that's what we plan on accomplishing and doing. Hey, George, a yeah. number of Cajuns, <laughs> they're getting some preseason recognition. That's right. Redshirt senior Ben Woolridge was named to the Warful Trophy preseason watch list. Now, that award was named after 96 Heisman Trophy winner Danny Warful. And that's given to the top student athlete inspired serve others and their positive impacts on society. Last year, Woolrich threw for almost 1,700 yards and 15 touchdowns. That includes a season-high 370 yards at Southern Miss and a career-high five touchdowns against Arkansas State. Along with that, he has helped uh, with the Gr Gifting Grace Project, which helps homeless kids in Acadiana. He also spent time at a local special education center and took part in a field day with children and even coached a free kids camp. He's not the only Cajun being uh, recognized and getting notice ahead of the regular season. Absolutely, lineman A.J. Gilly named to the Outland Trophy preseason watch list. Gilly started all 13 games last year while rating as one of the top linemen in the Sun Belt. He registered a team high 53 knockdowns, including a season high 11 against South Alabama. He was recently named to the Phil Steele's preseason all Sun Belt first team and voted to the preseason all Sun Belt second team by the league's coaches. And George, the Cajun kicker, he's also catching eyes. That's right, Louisiana football's Kenny Amandaris was one of 30 of the nation's top collegiate kickers named to the Lou Groza Award preseason watch list. 
He hit 18 of his 23 attempts a year ago and is one of only two returning kickers nationally to make all of his field goal attempts from 50 or more yards. Almondaris made a field goal in every game in which he played and closed out the season by making his last 12. He had a career game against Georgia Southern in which he tied the school record with five field goals. Top 30, so that's, that's a really good uh, accomplishment, but I got to keep my head down and just keep going at it. Now, here are some of the TV times for the Cajuns this year. Louisiana will open its season September 2nd against Northwestern State at 6.30 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Then the Cajuns will hit the road to Old Dominion September 9th, 5 p.m. ESPN+. Plus. All right, more games. September 16th, the Cajuns face the Blazers of UAB at 6 p.m. September 30th, uh, the, the Cajuns head up to Minnesota for an 11 a.m. kick. On Thursday, November 9th, Louisiana will host Southern Miss for the first time since 2001. Kickoff set for 6.30 p.m. and will be on ESPNU. We have more Cajun football as Inside Cajun Nation continues after the break. We talk with Cajun quarterback Ben Woolridge. And plus, uh, Rain High comes into town, and we are going to talk with Kane Gidry after this in our first and ten summer series later in the show. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here, quarterback of the Raging Cajuns. Ben Woolridge is uh, joining us. And, uh, well, Ben, just uh, talk about preparing for this season and look you get to you're 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 the guy coach des kind of announced that uh last week at sunbelt media days uh are how does your mindset uh i guess change or what is the approach when you talk about entering fall camp yeah i don't think your mindset ever changes right it obviously brings the confidence into you um that he trusts you um and the team trusts you but that's something that i got to earn every day right the i got to earn the team's trust and the offensive line the receivers right even the defense guys trust every day that i can go out there do my job and help this team win games when you look at this this offense there's been a lot of success over the past and, and you guys have kind of set a standard over the past few years and you've been here uh, as that standard kind of continues to rise can you talk about the the pride and the excitement that you guys have to kind of keep that at a high level and, and exceed it yeah um, we're we're super excited we've we kind of learned from last season and we we come into this uh, kind of offense whether you take winter workouts spring ball and um, now summer workouts that we're on a revenge tour, right? It's getting back to our standard. We let something slip last year, um, but it's getting back to our standard. And like you said, our standard's high, right? We're, we're at the University of Louisiana for a reason. We're here to play ball, right? Get an education and play a high level of ball. And it's attacking our opponents um, every down, every quarter, and every half. And it's finishing games the way we want to finish. I had a chance to ask you this a little earlier. I'll ask you again. Uh, having a coach who was a quarterback in this conference, in this league, at this school, uh, what does that do for you? It's obviously a, a bit of a, a excitement uh, it, to, uh, you know, he can kind of help you out. Yeah, and I think he also won player of the year, right, in the conference. Um, so I think it's I think it's huge, right? Um, we're able to joke around about some things. We're able to get serious about some things. And just him having the experience of playing quarterback, playing in the conference, playing the teams that we play, right, it, it helps tremendously. Um, and I think just being able to deal with all the adversity, right, all the ups, all the downs, uh, he's been there. He's been in our shoes. He knows how to do it and just taking it one day at a time. 
Lastly, I'll ask you this: the competition in the in the quarterback room is 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 high as well. Uh, how does that benefit each and every one of you guys? Uh, benefits us a ton. I think uh, when you cross the white lines onto the field, right, it's all ball, right? You're there to compete. You're there to help the team. You're there to get after it. Um, and then just having a room full of dudes that can play, right, it just pushes you every day. Ben, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate you, and uh, best of luck this season. Look forward to covering you. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here, joined by Rain High head football coach King Gidry. Coach, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate thanks. you ste stepping in and kind of talking some football with yeah. us. Thanks for having me, George. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, first off, let's talk about the summer. It's kind of wrapping up football-wise. I mean, heat-wise, it's not <laughs> wrapping up. But football-wise, uh, it's kind of focusing now towards like the right. fall camp type uh, right. part of the season. But how'd the summer go? I, mean, I know you start with workouts and things of that nature. So. Right. Summer went well, um, other than being extremely hot. Uh, it's been a hot summer, uh, particularly towards the end of July. Um, but we got some good work in June. Um, we had a little Pascal League, 707 League set up at, at Rain High School where we had a few schools come over. Um, and each, each Tuesday in the month of June, we got some really good quality work, um, able to get some young guys some work. Uh, you know, uh, so we really enjoyed that and then, you know, just grinding out the month of July um, in the weight room and, and trying to get conditioned and, and get ready to go for August 1 and, and here we are. Yeah, and obviously the heat's a, bit, a big thing. You got to figure out, uh, you know, what's the best time to go. Early mornings usually yeah. uh, is probably the best, but you, you said even like the, the during practices now, it's it's like, yeah. That doesn't well, matter. You know, we're, we're, you know, we're under a heat advisor this week, and this is one of the hottest weeks of the year, you know, and, and it's tough. You know, it's, there's got to be a balance as, as a head coach, and, and we, get, we, we work closely with our athletic trainers to, to really provide these kids with, with the breaks and, and, the, and the water they need, you know, uh, to keep them hydrated. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's South Louisiana. It's hot and humid for everybody. Uh, we just got to figure out a smart way to, to go about it. Yeah, and I, I know that that's that's definitely a, a, a paramount importance as as you kind of try and condition and, and and move forward. Um, tell me a little bit about this year's team. Obviously, uh, a, a, a year ago you get into the postseason, it obviously doesn't end the the way you wanted to. Right. Obviously, you want to end in the dome. That's right. it. but but talk about uh, how you, how you finished last season and what you're looking forward to this year. Yeah, la last season there were, it was some ups and downs, uh, but we took a lot of good out of it. You know, uh, like I said before, we got on our offensively. We started two sophomore on the offensive line. Uh, Two receivers that were sophomores, mm -hmm. um, and our fullback was a freshman. Uh, so we had a whole lot of youth um, on offense. Our, our, our weak guard hadn't played. He was a senior, but he was a first-year starter. Uh, so we had a whole lot of youth on that side of the ball. Um, you know, defensively, we had graduated a whole bunch as well. Um, so all in all, our team was very, very young, and, and I think it took us a little while to mature. If you look at it, we, got a, we had a week one win against Beauchamp. Um, and then we dropped three in a row to, to a really good Iowa team who, who yeah. played in the semifinals. Um, Church Point, uh, you know, we, we had a shootout with them in week three, and they got us. Um, and then Kaplan came, came to our place, and, and they put it on us pretty good. And, and after that, that week four loss to Kaplan, I felt like we refocused a bunch. Um, you know, going into week five, those, those younger guys had got a lot of snaps under their belt. 
So you can see the difference in the back half of the season. Uh, you know, they, they got a lot more confidence um, in the way they were going about themselves. And, you know, anytime you got a quarterback like Dylan Judice, who uh, who's going to be a three-year starter this year for us as a uh -huh. senior, um, he managed it very well that second half of the season. Um, and I'm, I mentioned those two sophomore receivers earlier, uh, Corey Malone, Kylan Wheeler. Um, they both had over 40 catches, uh, around 800 yards. You know, Kylan did, did it all for us. Corey was a really, really good asset to our offense. Um, you know, those guys did, did it all for us, and they, they scored a bunch of touchdowns. And, and so we got all that production back this year, um, along with Lon Paul Moody, who played fullback for us. He's going to get a lot of touches in the backfield. Um, he's going he's gonna to be our kicker, so we'll be doing our punting and kicking. So he's going to be doing a bunch. Uh, he'll get some time on the defensive side of the ball. And we have a kid, uh, Joseph Emilian, who, we, who will be back. He didn't play last year. Uh, he, he was not eligible, but he'll be back this year for a senior year. So um, all of our production back on offense, if we can kind of, um, you know, score some points early on, help our defense out, and, and let that defense, um, you know, mature a little bit uh, through the early weeks. I think we got a good chance. Yeah, and look, you, you know, you talk about having that experience on the offensive side, and, and the Wheeler kid, he's he's fun to watch. Yeah, he, I, I know, I know I, when, when you look, go out and watch that, uh, watch a rain high game, and you see that, I, I think he's six, right? He wears number, number six. six. When, when number six is out there, Makes some crazy catches, and he, he has some ability there. Right. No, he's an, he's an explosive player, you know, um, and, and we have, you know, other guys that complement him really well. You know, Corey Malone, um, he, he, you know, he kind of flew under the radar a little bit last year just because Kylan was so explosive. But, man, he was a huge part of our offense, sure. um, you know, as Lon Paul was. Um, so we're going to look to utilize all of those guys. But, but absolutely, Kylan's an explosive player. Uh, but we feel good about the whole offense. And, and, and with Dylan back there distributing the ball, um, our offensive line's a year older. Um, we, we feel a lot better about them, and they had a great spring. And so far, you know, through through summer and, and, and the first few days of fall camp, they've looked a lot better than we did did last year. This time, when, when you look at uh, kind of you, you kind of reeled off the you know the first four or five weeks or whatever uh, of the schedule. How, how do you guys set up your schedule with regards to kind of <clears throat> preparation for district? Does that matter? I, I think districts are kind of falling off a little right. bit. I don't know how important they are right now. Uh, we'll have to see, I guess, at the next next time they <laughs> shuffle them up, but what, how that's going to work. Yeah, but but what? <clears throat> how do you guys uh, uh, approach the scheduling, and what do you look for to challenge your team? Is there is there some strategy to that? Um, I would say yes. I think I think a, a big part for scheduling for us, you know, we like to play local schools um, as, as much as we can. Um, but you want to challenge yourself pre-district uh, and kind of see where you're at. And like you said, the district um, games are, are, I don't want to say they're diminished, but, you know, uh, they're not as important as they used to be. Um, you know, but, but one of our goals are, and I'm sure it's everybody across the state, is you want to win a district championship, you know. Uh, so there's still a little bit, little bit of pride in that. Um, but I think lead the, you know, the five, four, five, six games leading up to your district uh, schedule, I think, are, are, are extremely important. You know, uh, you, want, you want to put some games on that schedule that's going to really challenge you and, and give you a, a marking stick to kind of see where you're at, you know, versus some schools who, who may play, you know, play down the first three or four weeks and, and, and have some 60 to nothing wins. You know, I don't think you get a whole bunch out of that. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. We, we try to schedule uh, locally as best we can against some nice competitive teams that are, that are comparable to, to kind of where we're at. Sure enough. Well, look, don't go away. We're going to come back. Uh, Kane Gidry, Rain High, is our, is our guest here on this Inside Cajun Nation First and Ten Summer Series. And uh, it's uh, I don't know how, much, how many more su Sundays we're going to get to do this. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad uh, we got Kane in here. We're going to talk some more with him. But we come back right here on Inside Cajun Nation.
Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here, King Gidry there. He's the head coach at Rain High, head football coach. And uh, you guys are 4A. Um, and it's kind of interesting how the, the 4A, uh, how the, all the teams are classified now because now it's there's – I think there's eight state championships, mm -hmm. if, I, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly. And then uh, – but it doesn't matter because, I mean, Notre Dame played 3A LCCP in the playoffs last year. So, mm -hmm. I think STM had to play up. Uh, it, it's, right. it's interesting how it's working. Do you have any, any – do you care about that and how, how that shakes out when it comes to the postseason? You know, we, we talked – Coach Cook and, and myself talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, to be honest, George uh, – no, I mean, I, I guess I pay attention to it because we have a, we have a dog in the fight. Um, you know, compared to where it was uh, versus where it is now, um, for a school like Rain, who we teeter on the line of 3A, 4A every year, sure. um, I guess it's beneficial where we're at now um, simply because when we do make it to the postseason, we have an opportunity to or, or a chance to, to play some of the bigger 3A schools and, and, and uh, some of the smaller 4A schools. So I guess... Um, it it, it kind of narrows that margin uh, from top to bottom for us from an enrollment standpoint. Um, but like I always said, you know, and, and we talked about it before we got on. There's a lot. There's litigation going on. There's um, so who knows what's going to happen with LHSA sure. and, and, and all of that. Um, you know, we try to keep our head down and and, and kind of you know play whoever they tell us to play. Yeah. So I mean, and that's really all you can really do yeah. and, uh, and, until something's kind of. Set in stone, stone or, which yeah, who or, knows when that it won't be, right? be stone, it'll be in pencil <laughs> for sure, and they'll, they'll change they'll be it in, in <laughs> some, some other way. Uh, let's talk more about your team. We <laughs> talked about the offensive side of the ball on defense, you're yeah. gonna be a little thin, you say. <laughs> yeah, we will. Um, you know, defensively last year we struggled a bit. Um, you know, I think we gave up around 28 points a game, uh, which is not uh, something we, we, we usually do. You know, we usually we're pretty tough and stout on defense. Uh, you know, we had some, some guys that hadn't got a whole lot of playing time that were forced to play. Um, and we graduated a bunch off of that group, uh, even though we weren't very uh, effective. Um, you know, we, we only returned three, three starters on that side of the ball. Um, Jalen Harmon, who's, who's a freak athlete at defensive end, um, he's going to be all over the field. You'll probably hear his name a bunch. Robert Bro, who's an inside linebacker, and Cooper Letchworth at cornerback. Uh, so one at each level. Um, so we'll be breaking in a whole bunch of uh, new, new guys on that side of the ball. Um, giving us some new life and, and you know look uh, coach Judice and, and, and those defensive coaches uh, I got a lot of trust in them and, and a lot of confidence in that they'll figure it out um, you know if we can if we can score some points and, and um, control the ball a little bit more than we did last year you know while we scored a whole bunch of points we averaged uh, you know close to f almost 40 points a game uh, we scored quickly you know we were explosive our run game wasn't great um, so, so all of our, our, our scores a lot of times came off of big plays. Uh, so it, it threw the defense back on the field quickly. Um, so our goal this year is to kind of kind of manage the clock a little bit better. Um, you know, obviously run the ball better. Um, you know, get get on the plus side of the field and let's take our time and, and, and kind of sustain some drives and, and lengthen some drives. Uh, so that's going to be our goal to kind of help help the defense until you know they get their, their their cleats in the ground and and get going. Yeah, and when you when you look at uh just kind of the the, the way uh, things shake out. It, it, defense is it, is so important uh, when it comes to uh, you know being able to control a game. Mm -hmm. I think and, and I think uh, it, you guys have always had talent. It, mm -hmm. it, it kind of comes in, in waves, spurts, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I will say too, I think it's a lot easier, um, you know, for for a new group, a younger crop of kids. 
to throw them on the defensive side of the ball and, you know, teach them their, their keys, keep it simple, and let them play fast, you know, versus breaking in a brand new offense where, you know, you got to have everybody on the same page, you know, whereas on defense, if one guy messes up, you know, you still got a chance to, to have a negative play in the backfield, whereas on offense, if one guy messes up, it's probably going to be a negative play, right? So um, I think it's just uh, a little bit easier to, uh, you know, like I said, break those younger guys in on the defensive side of the ball. What uh, what are you in year four? Starting year five. Five. Okay. So and, and, and I mean, you like it? I mean, obviously it's it's, it's a challenge. It's, you yeah. Know, um, it, it's you know I'm 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 getting to the point to where you know I'm starting to really kind of learn the kids and 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 how we want to do things and and I think they're learning us and I think the biggest biggest thing um, has been you know it's been tough to get to get you know in year one and two. Um, we were able to get some kids out. Um, it, it's getting a little bit harder, and, and I talked to a lot of coaches around the area, and I kind of they're kind of fighting the same battle. Um, for whatever reason, you know, uh, the kids don't want to come out as much as used to. So our numbers are a little bit down. So that's going to be something we got to really attack uh, and try to get kids out of the halls. And we're going to continue doing it, uh, pounding the halls and getting kids to come out. But um, no, it's been fun. It's a ch definitely been a challenge. Um, you know. We've had some ups and downs. You know, our year one, we won district. Um, year two was the COVID year. Uh, we go three and eight. Uh, you know, then year, and then year three was 2021, where we won another district championship. Um, last year, we go five and five, losing the first round. But unfortunately, you know, we've uh, fortunately we've made the playoffs every year. Unfortunately, we've yet to win a playoff game. So that's that's right there um, in the front forefront of our mind for sure. Is to uh, get back in the playoffs and, and let's let's make a little playoff run. I mean, it's really hard because you know uh, you talk about getting kids out, and I think the the way the way the 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 dynamic of football has changed over the kind of the course of time. Well, a lot of kids are, are maybe yeah. not playing it as much anymore. And, and I, I, yeah, I believe that you know, and, and I had a talk with the kids this morning. You know, uh, we, we're kneeling down after practice this morning, and it feels like it's 110 degrees. You know, I look at the kids and I say. You know, if it was easy, we'd have 85, 90 kids sitting around right here. And I know some, some programs are fortunate enough to have those numbers, right? right? Uh, unfortunately, we don't. Uh, so it's just a testament to the kids are, that are out. Um, yeah. You know, they're, 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 they're putting their heart and soul into it, yeah. the ones that do come out, and I can live with that, you know. Uh, yeah. We can build on that. Yeah, good point. Um, expectations for this year? I mean, what, what are you trying to lay out for, for the Wolves? Well, you know, I think, you know, expectations-wise, every year, our number one goal is to, is to win district. Um, you know, I don't like to, to look too far down the road. Um, I think that can get you in trouble. Um, you know, one thing we preach is, is one week at a time. Um, so expectations is to be better than we were yesterday um, is what I tell the kids all the time. So, you know, I think, you know, I don't want to sit here and say, you know, we were a quarterfinal team or a semifinal team. You know, I, I don't know right now. You know, I think we have the capability um, to maybe potentially get there, uh, but we got a lot of work to do. Um, and I think the group of kids we got right now, there's a lot of promise, um, and, and we're looking forward to, to grinding out with them and trying to get to that point. But one week at a time, you know, one practice at a time, and, and hopefully we can get we can get there. Good stuff. Thanks so much for taking some time with us, man. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, Kane Gidry there, Rain High head football coach. Check them out, the, the Wolves in the Wolves' den <laughs> this year. Uh, that's going to do it for uh, tonight's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.